Support for Talking Heart on WVIK comes from the people at Quad City Bank and Trust, helping the local community with their banking and financial needs for more than 20 years. Information is at qcbt.com. This is Carolyn Martin, and I'm talking art today with Josh Graves, founder of the Underground Economy in Davenport, a full-scale production house which bridges the gap between art and entrepreneurship. Welcome, Josh. Thank you, Carolyn, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. One of your goals is to become an incubator for the arts in the Quad Cities. What type of services or resources does the underground economy offer? Well, uh, currently we offer a variety of media services ranging from audio, video, uh, all the different uh, media services, obviously. And in addition to that, we also want to provide resources to other creative entrepreneurs and just entrepreneurs in general that may not have access to all the things and resources that they need to be successful as an entrepreneur. Some of those may be um, just internet. Some of it may be just you know a desk for somewhere to meet clients. Um, we also have a podcast station, a full recording studio. We have a workstation that allows other creatives and entrepreneurs to utilize the editing software that's available on that computer, which is uh, thousands and thousand dollars worth of uh, various different editing programs, whether it be Photoshop to um, you know Logic or Pro Tools or you know all the different um, tools that are utilized to create content to promote your business. You know, for, as an entrepreneur myself and been doing this almost like eight or nine years, I started to realize all the things in retrospect that I wish I had. And, you know, that's kind of what I want this place to be is to fulfill some of those needs and resources that I might not have had on my journey that may be able to help somebody right now. Who makes up your digital community? You used that term on your website, which I found intriguing. Yeah, so the digital community, uh, we just launched that last month. I started a blog that gave some tips about how to pivot during this crazy times and things that I directly applied from my life. The digital community in, is my uh, way of reaching out and giving people uh, direct uh, content and resources that they can reach online, whether they're able to or feel comfortable to come into a physical location uh, during this chaos now. Um, the digital community for me, um, is going to be all of our members, you know, providing different insights that they've had along their journey, uh, to provide help to other entrepreneurs as well. What need did you see here in the quad cities regarding people being able to launch their careers and turn their art into a business? Well, uh, initially as a, a recording studio, I started to see people from all different walks of life and different skill sets and different crafts gravitate towards our facility. And during that time, they were engaging in, in conversations with other uh, creatives and collaborating and working together. And I saw that there's this thriving underground economy. And I kept calling it that over the years. I was just like kind of coining it before I even knew really that I was going to go down this path. But I recognized early that there's a need for a community, uh, two connections between different, you know, uh, different entrepreneurs and creatives, and and three a way to to raise the bar as far as education and ways to take your art from just being something that you you do as a passion. And obviously, that's necessary in any business, uh, the passion. But to actually take it to where you're scaling your business and making it to the point where you're sustainably making an income regularly from your craft. You 
have said too that education is an important goal for your business. Talk about that a little bit. During my process, I've kind of had to uh, learn on my own and get, you know, uh, reach out to different various mentors for, as resources to learn, uh, you know, whether it be how to set up an LLC or how to be able to get funding or grants or what, whatever the case may be, different skills that will elevate your business to the next level as you go through your entrepreneurial journey. I feel like they need to be more readily available or the ones, the resources that are available here need to be more advertised, need to be more apparent to people that may be kind of afraid or um, kind of hesitant to apply for things that may elevate their business. There's a variety of skills that are necessary to be a successful entrepreneur. And, you know, if I can help, you know, an aspiring entrepreneur now learn some of the things that I, you know, I bumped my head on and learned the hard way, I feel like there's going to be an advantage to that, to the whole economy and, and community here in the Quad Cities. Mm-hmm. Right. Because how to form an LLC is not something that you're typically taught in school. So having that mentorship sounds really important. And and there's this duality of being an artist and an entrepreneur at the same time. Can you talk about that a little bit or expand on that? Yeah. So this is something that I've been very adamant about is the, the duality of artist and entrepreneur is simple. Um, some artists, they don't consider themselves entrepreneur and don't understand that you know, as they're developing the skills to perfect um, photography or, or whatever their creative skills may be, they also need to focus on developing the skills that will make this a viable career going forward. Um, in, li- in a similar way, entrepreneurs who are uh, creating a business from scratch have to take that idea from nothing and build it. So you have to have a large amount of creativity to be successful as an entrepreneur. So I feel like there's a lot of common ground between creatives and entrepreneurs that a lot of people aren't originally aware of. Mm-hmm. Besides recording music as a creative director, you bring together a variety of people from different backgrounds, musicians, videographers, and photographers, and you create marketing and and really engaging promotional materials. You recently completed a mask up campaign for Genesis Health System in which you hired a variety of local creatives and you've worked with United Way. Can you expand on how you pulled the mask up campaign off and and also about the the variety of local talent that we have right here? Yeah, so it was a pleasure collaborating with Genesis. I mean, I was just baffled about how um how great they treated us and how um, encompassing the relationship between them and our local scene was, Um, you know, that project was a first, I think for, um, you know, a local independent business such as myself to collaborate with other locals um, and create a project that is, you know, kind of made a difference in in, in my way. Um, But yeah, I mean, there's such a variety of different uh, creatives and entrepreneurs that are, are, are really adamant about connecting and collaborating together. Um, it, you know, nowadays with the internet and all the resources that are readily available to entrepreneurs and creatives alike, you know, we're able to collaborate on a on a format that was really not possible before. Um, we have a, a a real big control over where our business takes us and how we want to be represented in the social media and the media as well. So. Um, Collaborating with the right creatives in the in this community um, can really leverage your business to the next level 
um, with minimal uh, minimal means and you know without having to spend an excess of uh, of money to promote your brand or service. Right, and not having to use larger companies that may exist outside of our community. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's coming to a point where we can actually compete on a larger scale by collaborating on projects. For example, so with the Genesis project, you know, I was more of a creative director. I pulled everything together, got, um, you know, the videographers that we needed, the models that we needed, the businesses, et cetera. And then I put the creatives in the place that I know that they were going to be successful. So a lot of us as entrepreneurs, we're, mo- we're wearing, you know, 30 to 40 hats at one time. And, you know, pulling, pulling other local talent on a project allows some freedom as well as allows you to focus on the element that you excel at the best. Um, so, for example, I'm really good at micromanaging and doing um, social media work um, out of necessity from my history. And so that was kind of my focus was um, building that side as well as, you know, letting everyone do what they do well. So, you know, if I have a director and a videographer on on set, I'm going to let them do what they do well. And I think there's um, a lot of value in that, both to the independent business owner and the the collaborators as well. Hmm. I'm curious about the popularity of podcasts right now. And you're recording quite a few of them in your studio, including helping with this one. And it's so interesting that in our very visual time we live in now that people tune into stories to the, to the auditory experience of podcasts stripped completely from all visual input. And it's that human need for stories that's been present probably since the beginning of time. Yeah, I agree. I mean, podcasts have been a a source of content for many different companies as a way to establish themselves as industry leaders, um, establish their expertise in a specific niche field, as well as engage in, you know, with their customers and, and people that want to know about their brand without having to really be seen as much. An- another benefit as of podcasts is that you can create multiple uh, facets of content from one source. So, for example, you know, with besides COVID, if we were able to be in person, I'd be able to create, you know, screenshots, audio, video, and and, and multiple um, ways of creating content from one actual recording. So it allows for a flexibility in the way that you uh, post and the way that you uh, reach your current customers and new ones as well. Mm-hmm. Right. And because of the pandemic, we are talking now and recording this remotely. Um, you're in Davenport and I'm in Bettendorf. Where, and speaking of that, where's the underground economy located for those people who aren't familiar with it? Yeah, we are right downtown on uh, 2nd and Main. Uh, the address is 129 North Main Street. And we are lucky to be on the second floor of the Redstone Building, it's a historic building downtown. Uh, we will be partnering a lot with River Music Experience here. You know, in about uh, March or so, Tyson from RME reached out to me and showed me the spot, and I was just—I was immediately ecstatic to be here, um, just because of my history with RME and uh, kind of the you know the the impact that this organization has had on my career alone. Um, and I'm hoping to give back just as much to the community through my career as well. Mm-hmm. You previously had businesses in the village of East Davenport and then Annie Wittenmeyer, but your current location is really, um, it's so light filled. The, 
the windows are enormous. It's a really beautiful place to set up the the type of collaboration that you're that you're working on that you're organizing and a great place for people to record their podcasts um one of the additional things you've done recently is you've la- launched a project called I am artrepreneur as an art artpreneur which is a clever play on words what is that all about for me that was a way for me cuz during covid i kind of realized that uh, there's a there's a lot more than just an audio engineer to me. Uh, I'm more of a, a content creator, a business owner, an entrepreneur. So I wanted I am entrepreneur to kind of be that to show that there's multiple aspects to being um, an artist, a creator, an entrepreneur, and to show others that are you know doing the same thing or have aspirations to do that they can achieve uh, similar goals if they, they apply themselves and, and learn the skills that are necessary for their success. Mm-hmm. You have a subtitle to it, create, learn, elevate. And it's really all about that elevation then of your particular skill, your art to that next level. Yeah. So the simple, uh, the simple ideology behind create, learn and elevate is that, you know, whatever it may be, whether it be a brand, a business, um, art, you're, you know, you pick up a hobby as being a creative or a photographer or whatever, you always start out creating the art or the business in the rawest form that you are able to with the skills that you currently have. Then you develop and learn more skills to continue to grow your business and elevate it to that next level. So those three steps are crucial to maintaining and elevating and growing a business. And I feel like there's a lot of self-doubt and um, you know thoughts that you can get ahead of yourself if you don't understand that this is all part of the process. So I'm adamant about resiliency and um, economic and career development for artists and entrepreneurs. So I feel like these three steps um, clearly define that um, for those individuals. Now, your artistic career began within the music community, specifically with the recording of rap and hip-hop music. How did you get started with that? Well, I was always really interested in uh, choir and vocal uh, vocal singing in, in high school and throughout my elementary career. And um, my father has always been a computer programmer, so technology has just been like a second thing to me. And so as I started developing... Um, my choir skills and, you know, doing that, I lost kind of interest in doing, doing the singing. And I really wanted to uh, be more of a, a, a producer and really show that, um, you know, that they can create good music here locally. Mm-hmm. You ended up with a bachelor's degree in music production and then, and then really developed um, this quite remarkably large or huge underground rap scene. How how did that happen in, in Eastern Iowa? I started out recording in my spare bedroom of my home, and I and I uh, built a recording booth out of closet doors, and I started recording people for twenty five an hour, and uh, you know I started getting local people from just bumping into people at the store or just through social media. The word of mouth just really started to grow very fast. I started applying the skills from my my degree immediately. Um, I, I basically enrolled in college for uh, music production and opened the business uh, simultaneously. And so 
it was challenging to start a business and do my uh, college career at the same time, but it really allowed me to be able to handle multiple things and uh, it definitely de- developed my resiliency for the business to grow going forward. Um, and as we kind of like started to, you know, get better at, you know, mixing and mastering and recording, um, the products just continued to show for themselves and word of mouth just grew and grew. Um, and, you know, all along this, you know, this eight years, I started to realize that the social media skills that I developed trying to grow my business can also be utilized to help grow other businesses as well. So, you know, I started doing more and more voiceover and commercial work and business to business services that honestly I enjoyed really thoroughly. I mean, the, the work um, allowed me to create commercials and create uh, content at a whole nother level that I really wouldn't have imagined originally. Mm-hmm. So you ultimately were able to quit your original full-time job. You were, you were doing somewhere in the range of 50 to a hundred recordings a month, just in that particular genre. Yeah. Yeah. So um, for a long time, I was very adamant about being one of the only studios that I was aware of in Iowa that only recorded um, hip hop and R and B and those uh, related genres simply because I knew that there wasn't a lot of resources for those individuals um, in that genre. And so it was, it was a strong uh, passion of mine to develop the genre here locally, professionally, as well as it, I mean, it, it continues to be so, but I know that I need to involve a, a more aspects than just the music here um, because a lot of the needs of the genre here also aren't the same needs of other creatives. Um, so I feel like the business uh, continues to have a similar vision and similar passion, um, but it just continues to evolve and expand uh, to fit more and more creatives needs. What about rap and hip hop that you, that you love so much? For me, it, it was, it was similar to uh, the punk rock days. Um, you know, like when the God saved the queen and, you know, those kind of area you know, came out, it was almost, um, a, almost political, but to an extent it was just a freedom to it about, um, expressing yourself, um, and really not caring about, uh, the, the, the niceness or the, the po- political correctness at that point, I guess. <laughs> and, um, you know, for me, there's a freedom in helping create that content for people to express themselves in ways that they may not have got to uh, normally. Well, you've traveled a rather circuitous path to arrive at the place where you're, where you are now. You seem to be really thriving during this time, but other arts organizations have been really disproportionately affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. How do you explain your success? That um, one of the biggest reasons for my success is that, I try to keep my ear to the ground and being a creative myself, it's a little bit easier to know what other creatives need. Those things that I just continue to try to ask myself as this scene and this um, economy kind of grows here in the quad cities, the art scene do needs here as they continue to develop. Um, And just like any other scene, there's going to be things that are continuing to evolve but I, I just hope to evolve with them as well. 
the timing of your business seems just just perfect really with the rise in you know co-working spaces which you have you have space for people to to come in and uh, set up their own business and that's very likely the future i'm guessing you know the traditional business office is has somewhat evaporated it's such a unique time that we're in right now yeah I, I, and i think that you know a majority of people will want to work from home but i believe that there will be a hybrid um where you're working at home one day you're working um from you know a, a co-working space or an office space um uh, one or two of the days out of the week or something similar to that so um i feel like as we kind of navigate this covid um and in the future uh it's going to have a big impact on how uh, businesses operate and how um office space is even considered um as you know the normal so um i hope to fulfill some of the need there and fill a gap for those looking for uh, you know a reliable space and looking for a place that can not only just provide them an office space, but also provide them a community of other individuals um, that can be there to, you know, sharpen steel, so to speak. Um, I'm kind of adamant about that, that phrase where steel sharpens steel. And I feel like other people in the creative field and entrepreneurs can have that effect on others as well. Well, Josh Graves, thank you so much for talking today. It was delightful. Yeah, uh, thank you for having me, and I appreciate it. Have a good day. Ground Economy is located on the second floor of the River Music Experience Building in downtown Davenport. You can learn more about their space and growing community at undergroundeconomyqc.com. This has been Carolyn Martin, Talking Art in the Quad Cities for WVIK. Our theme music is provided by a Quad City legend, the late Ellis Kell.